0: Hello and welcome to the Undecided Podcast. I'm Logan and I'm Natalie and we are officially in 2021 and we had our first podcasting mishap. We did a whole episode last night and uh, it did not record because of me. (laughs) I didn't hit the record button. So this is round two, which should be
1: interesting we that's okay you didn't have much to say last time so this time
0: we have more to say it was a practice run
1: <laughs> yeah this one will be way better
0: you're lucky yeah. <laughs> yeah you're lucky we didn't record now
1: you have me at 8 30 in the morning and that's my prime hour and I really shine
0: <laughs> same uh, Okay, so we're going to do a little recap of 2020, some highs and lows of the year. And obviously, this was just one of the worst years I've lived through in our lifetime as 20-somethings. So or not a lot of highs, but kind of a lot of lows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My list is all lows. (laughs) We started off 2020 on a high note. We were in New York with your dad and it was me, you, Sean, and Joey. And we had a hilarious like pre-New Year dinner that was like very dramatic. A little bit of fighting going on. (laughs) Yes. But then Interesting times. Very interesting times. Not
1: fighting between us, fighting between adults. (laughs) Yes. And we my brothers were there too. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, got that family it a, drama. It was a journey. With family friends. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we went to the peninsula.
0: So yeah, and then we made it onto the roof and we ended up having a great night, but it was...
1: It was a wild night.
0: It was a wild night.
1: Yeah. We rang in the new year on the rooftop in New York. That was pretty special. That was cool. That
0: was pretty fun. We continued our New York trip. And had a great time. And then when we got home, there was like rumblings of the virus. But I don't think it had made it to the United States yet. I think it was just maybe one person had gotten it, but it wasn't anything we were worried about.
1: Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where it was out of sight, out of mind. So like Mm -hmm. if it feels far enough away from you, you don't feel like it's going to affect you. Exactly. And then it
0: does lovely at the end of february we had our last hurrah before everything shut down we went to vegas with alex and jess who have already been on the podcast and that was such a fun night we like got to go backstage behind the dj booth at the chain smokers and yeah. just like having that was right before alex got <laughs> pregnant too so that's never gonna happen again yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just uh. so much fun and we at the I remember at the end of the trip I think it was like 11 people had had it in California and it was starting to become like a little more serious mm-hmm. and we were like well we're touching all the chips and the in oh, in casino not-
1: which is the dirtiest place <laughs> ever yeah
0: and we're not washing our hands after and then we're going to eat and I remember on the drive home too, Jess was like her husband had a cough and we uh-huh. were all like, oh my God. Oh no. Panicking. Yeah. And lo- he was fine. But I think it was that was the point where people started getting a little bit scared.
1: Yeah. And then from then on, it became like hysteria.
0: <laughs> oh, I remember When all the hand sanitizer was sold out too, I looked on Amazon to buy some and it was like a hundred dollars for one of those small little like Purell packs. I couldn't believe it.
1: No, because when, right when we had gotten back from Vegas, my mom had sent us that care package and it had a whole bunch of supplies in it. And and I thought she was stupid for sending that because I thought, oh my gosh, you're overreacting. Mm -hmm. And then little did I know (laughs) I'm going in there like, wow, I really need this stuff. You can this cannot be found.
0: And I remember Joey bought us that huge Costco bottle of hand sanitizer, like probably last summer. Yeah, like in the useful. summer of twenty nineteen. And we never used it. And then right when it hit, we were like, Oh my God, thank God we have this giant bottle. And I thought yeah. he was so dumb for buying it. I was like, we don't need that.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how all of our, our minds have shifted to being I more know. And now like, I have your hand sanitizer, have your mask, be sick, stay away from germs, wipe it down.
0: I've literally never carried hand sanitizer in my purse ever. But now, if I don't have it, it's like a yeah. panic like, oh my God, what am I going to do yeah. without hand sanitizer?
1: Yeah. If I have to run into the store and I get into my car, I have a, a bottle of it in my car.
0: Yep. And immediately
1: I'm sanitizing my hands.
0: I also wonder, so weird. too, because we're all so careful with the coronavirus, I mean, flu season has probably gone down and not many people are going to be getting the flu or the cold because we're all so conscious about our hygiene and washing our hands and hand sanitizer and wiping our phones down. Like I never thought of that stuff before ever. And I would get sick maybe like three, four times a year. Like I was always sick around Christmas because I would go to New York right before and touch the subway handles and yeah, you know, you just, like, are a lot around a lot of germs.
1: Yeah, but you know what, That's weird. I usually have a cold around Christmas time. And I remember that usually on Christmas Day, I still have, like, you know when your mm-hmm. nose is all irritated because you've had a cold? That's yep. usually what I have on Christmas Day. I know. But this year, I didn't.
0: I know. Me neither. And I feel like probably for a while, we're all still going to have those same habits, like just hand sanitizer, being really clean. So... I mean, Elise has taught us a little bit about hygiene and keeping the germs away.
1: Yeah, which is pretty important. So yeah, so COVID hit, and I was supposed to go on this big Europe trip. I was very excited. I was very braggy about it. I was just really throwing (laughs) it out there, like listening a lot. (laughs) Europe, see you, suckers. And uh, I remember someone said to me, no, you're not. (laughs) You're not going. Have you read the news? There's a travel ban. You're not going anywhere. And I remember I had just recently booked my ticket. Mm -hmm. And I look on there, and sure enough, no traveling to Europe. So I was pretty sad. But, you know, I'm sure everybody's travel plans got ruined, everybody's normal plans got ruined. So.
0: And I remember when it was announced a pandemic. I was supposed to go to, like, fly to Florida to be with my family, like, that week after they – the CDC announced it as a pandemic. And I remember calling my dad being like, I cannot fly. Like, it's a pandemic. I'm so scared. I was, like, terrified. And he was like, Logan, it's fine. We're going to be fine. Like, totally nonchalant about it. Like, didn't even, like, think it was really real. But – and then so i was only supposed to go for one week for spring break and then right at the end they did the quarantine and the shutdown and we were like okay well guess we're canceling our flights home and we're all just going to stay here for the quarantine so I'm, yeah. it was actually a really great timing that i was with my family and we got stuck there but you were alone right when it first yeah i was the first alone in the apartment happened.
1: yeah i was alone it really wasn't that bad because I'm, I'm okay at being alone. Mm-hmm. I can handle it, and I had my dog. So it was. There were some days where I kind of enjoyed it, like, oh, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm on my own. But then there were some days where I got real lonely.
0: I know. Thank God, you real, had dogs there.
1: <laughs> I watched the entire Mad Men series. Oh, so good. I know. And I, I remember when it ended, and I was sitting there with Jacks, like all right, well, now what do we do with our time?
0: (laughs) I feel like the quarantine was also marked by different Netflix series. Like you first had Tiger King, which everyone was obsessed with, which I wonder if it wasn't a pandemic and everyone didn't have so much free time. Would it really have been that good to people? Looking back, I'm like, was it that good? It like came at the right time because it
1: had just started and we were all looking for a show.
0: Mm -hmm. And there
1: it was. (laughs)
0: And then on TikTok, Amazing. they had all the songs like Kara remixes, and everyone was just obsessed with the story. And I remember I was, oh, too. I did so up. much Googling about like everything they mentioned in the documentary. That's so funny because I feel
1: like my quarantine was measured in like <laughs> Netflix
0: shows <laughs> the that came out. That I watched. Yeah. And then McKinley oh. started watching Lost at the beginning, oh, which that is like, a headache. it's like eight seasons. It's so long. And it never gets easier to understand. No. It just never gets easier to watch. You're just kind of like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've made it this far. I just have to commit and just finish it. Yeah. Oh, and I remember when she watched the last episode, I was so happy. Everyone, everyone in the house is like, thank God the last episode, just be done with it.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, those were those were the easier times during quarantine when you were just home watching Mm -hmm. things. But it got it got real quick because then one month turned into two and then it became so long and I knew or and I know people would start freaking out like, uh Okay, well, now what? We gotta make money.
0: I know. It was fun at first. Like everyone was like, Oh, two weeks off from school, two weeks off from work, and then Suddenly, okay, people are losing their jobs. Yeah. People are dying. It's not yeah. like a fun vacation at all. Yeah. It's like it hit, thought it was really real.
1: What's crazy to me, you had told me in Nashville, you had said to me, because I was trying to reschedule my Europe trip. And I oh, thought, oh, yeah. But it's going to happen. And I remember that you had said, you're not going to get to Europe until probably next year. Yeah. And I, like, summer of next year. And I remember thinking, that is a thing crazy.
0: I know. <laughs> There's, no There's no way.
1: That it's going to take that long. And now it's like, yeah, if ever. I mean. Who knows? Yeah. No one that we know got seriously ill. We feel very blessed. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to be insensitive to all the people who are losing loved ones and being like really, really seriously affected because there's all the mental health issues, the people that have been alone Mm -hmm. for a long time, people that are on ventilators in the hospital, sick. And lost their job
0: like forever. Yeah. This virus is no joke.
1: Yeah. So I feel bad when I complain like, oh, I don't get to go to Europe Mm -hmm. because there are far, far worse Problems Definitely.
0: Well. There are. So. But that was your life and that's what you were going through.
1: Yes. It was my first hurdle that happened. Mm-hmm. And then along with it came all the other problems, which is job. I was working at Free People when the pandemic hit really bad. And I remember my my boss calling me and telling me not to even come in because everything was closing. Mm-hmm. And then we were all furloughed and, you know, applying for unemployment and the whole nine yards. And it's weird. Just recently for holiday, they had people like coming back in. And now that the holiday is over, already it's back down to no hours, basically. Crazy. So that means a whole new round of unemployment, Mm -hmm. trying to find new jobs. Like, lucky for me, I don't have a huge cost of living, and I don't have, you know, like, I don't have kids that I have to support or a family. So I'm still going to be okay despite all that. But I can't even imagine someone that has a huge family and Mm -hmm. they lose their job and all that stuff. It's just wild.
0: I know. Yeah. Luckily, we're at the age where we don't have to, we have responsibilities, but not like too many, we can still manage. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't have kids. We don't have a mortgage. We don't but like
1: have- my dad, my dad lost his job. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever had a time in my life where I thought like, like with him of, oh, you're tight on money. You know, right. like he's always just been fine mm-hmm. and always had a really great job. Yeah. So for him to be like, oh, uh, I'm actually unemployed right now. That was huge. That was a huge adjustment.
0: Yeah. And my dad also lost his job. He was planning to retire, I think, in like five or six years. So he had to uh-huh. like leave early. And I remember just thinking, like, he's always, always gone to work nine to five as long as yeah. I've been alive, you know, like office job, corporate America. So Like, when he lost his job, like, I started panicking. I was like, are my parents going to be okay? Like, I've never, like, not go to work nine to five. Like, it was just so crazy. But luckily, they are really smart with their money and save. So they'll be okay. But he was not happy about it, obviously, having to retire early and leave a company he's been with for, like, thirty over 30 years. And even
1: again, we're lucky, like – for our parents that they have savings and they have like, even with them losing their job, it's not going to be the end of the world. Mm -hmm. But my poor dad, he's like hustling and starting a new business. He always has like side hustles. So he'll be okay. But I can definitely tell that he, like when you lose that comfort of having stability and a a stable job, it's not easy. So with that, should we talk about a,
0: some positivity
1: our highs (laughs) of the lot of lows
0: (laughs) a lot of lows (laughs) but there were some good things to come out of all of this and I think like for everyone whether it's you know having more time with your family or finally like not traveling I know a lot of people like especially for me I was traveling a lot Mm -hmm. especially in 2019 I was like always gone So it was like kind of nice to be in one place where I didn't have to be on a plane every week. And I know a lot of people probably had that same experience or whether it was just reading a book.
1: Yeah. I think one good thing that can come from quarantine was having like that me time that a lot of people don't have. Right. Watching, watching the Netflix show, Mm -hmm. hanging out with your family at home and I mean, hanging out with your dog (laughs) and just doing things that you typically wouldn't have time for. Right. So that is one good thing. Unfortunately for me, I did only lounging activities and so I didn't really (laughs) get a lot done. So Mm -hmm. I'm just considering it a me time year.
0: (laughs) A rest year. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But that's also one of the problems with social media. It's like everyone on TikTok and, you know, Instagram and stuff were like, all right, guys, it's time to start the quarantine glow up. You're going to get fit in quarantine. And people are starting businesses and doing all these crazy things. But it's totally fine to not do any of those. Like you don't have to literally do anything. Just the fact that you made it through, that's an accomplishment in itself. It's like we still have this mentality of, you know, always having to be ahead of ourselves. You know, it's always a competition with ourselves. Like how much can you get done in so little time?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, it's okay to not get anything done. Yeah. Live. I, live
1: the first month of quarantine, when I was alone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I remember thinking, okay, this is my fit game. I'm really going to get on that. And I, <laughs> was like doing these at-home workouts and i was mm-hmm. eating like a freaking bird because i only had frozen <laughs> weird frozen food in my freezer so <laughs> i was eating kind of healthy i guess it was like this weird Trader Joe's mm-hmm. frozen stuff and uh and i remember that i was like feeling kind of good but then you hit like that depression day. Right. like, I'm going to skip the workout today and just watch Netflix. And that turns into three days. <laughs> suddenly, and then you never go
0: back to the workout.
1: <laughs> suddenly you've lost. Yeah. You've kind of lost your, your flow there. So, mm-hmm.
0: but hey, I tried. Okay. Yuck. So what was one of your highs of 2020?
1: One of them was that I did get to spend more time in San Diego, which is where I'm from at home more than I usually do specifically during the summer when things started to open up, not fully, Mm -hmm. but San Diego really started to open up during the summertime. And so I remember my mom saying like, get down here, get out of LA and come home. And my other like childhood friends were also home as well doing the same thing. So I remember that We were like running around the beach like we were back in high school again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got to go. Mom's making dinner, you know. (laughs) But it was probably nice to have her take care of you because you were alone for like like two months. Yeah, that little bit of
1: time was really nice. I felt it was very comforting to be home and it felt nice to be down there with no deadline pressuring me to get back. Right. And um, another great high is Logan knows. I rekindled an old fling,
0: so romantic,
1: and <laughs> it's going really well. And I'm super crazy about him. That's been something that's been really, really great that came out of all this.
0: Yeah, for me, especially because you don't always have the best the best taste picker when yeah. it comes to guys. But this one is finally a good one for you. Yeah. And so it's
1: weird because I didn't. You don't think like, oh, in a pandemic, you're gonna.
0: No, you would think that <laughs> was the last thing to come out do of well. it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but it actually went really well. So, never expected that in a million years. And so that's that. I'm pretty happy about.
0: But they do say it happens when you least expect it. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> it is the Ain't truth. that the
1: truth? What were some of your highs? I think that we share some of the same highs too.
0: Yeah, like mine. I definitely like spending more time with my family was good because that was the longest we've like been under the same roof living with each other since like I was probably like 17 years old Mm -hmm. because Taylor was always gone when she started modeling and then my mom was traveling with her and then I started traveling with her and we would really only see each other like for Christmas and Thanksgiving for a week at a time so this was like the longest we've ever spent gosh, in like nine years. But yeah. it was weird because we have all been living on our own and we're all like adults now. So to be living with each other and me and McKinley were sharing the same room, like I've never shared a room with anyone. Even when mm-hmm. I was little, it was always McKinley and Taylor sharing a room. So the fact that we had to compromise on like, okay – she likes to sleep with dead silence. I don't. I like to watch TV when I fall asleep and then, you know, I get up oh, earlier than so her. Hard. Yeah. It was a little tough in the beginning. And just we all have our own like ways of living, like our own habits. So being together under the same roof as adults was so strange, but it was yeah. a lot of fun and it made, you know, quarantine a little bit easier cuz I was having like really bad anxiety. But it was nice to know like I was with my family and I wasn't going to drive myself completely insane. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a high. And then another thing to come out of quarantine because I pretty much lost all of my photography work. I couldn't travel and like couldn't shoot anyone. I wasn't – I was literally the only person I shot in 2020 basically was my sister. Yeah. (laughs) Like the only person and you. But other than that, I didn't really have any photography work. And then for social media, you know, brands were also scared. So they were pulling out of collaborations and no one had a budget anymore for um, social media advertising. So I had a lot of free time on my hands and I started doing more TikTok videos. Like it was kind of big at the end of 2020, but I feel like people didn't really know what it was. And then when quarantine happened, everyone has so much free time. So we were just all on TikTok. Yeah.
1: Oh, it (laughs) blew
0: up. Blew up during quarantine.
1: My mom was on (laughs) TikTok.
0: (laughs) My dad was on it too.
1: Yeah. Like that's how you know. Literally, that's how you know.
0: (laughs) And I started posting like my first video, my first fashion video was a swimsuit haul that I did. And I like was seeing all these fashion girls on TikTok and they had didn't have the same body type as me. They were all like super thin and I remember thinking like, "Oh, I wonder what that would look like on me." And it was always a problem online shopping too because all the models were so thin and tall and I wasn't I didn't look like them. So I just posted it and I was like, "Oh, you know, flattering swimsuits for a size 6." And it started to blow up a little bit. And the comments were so nice and people were like, oh my gosh, I've never seen my body type on social media. Like I'm so happy um, you did this video. Can you make more? So I started to do more and more during like quarantine and slowly it was like starting to build up. And I remember I hit 10,000 followers on TikTok and I was like, wow, this is like kind of cool. Like you can grow pretty fast and it wasn't like you could do that on Instagram anymore. So I feel like in quarantine, I finally found like my niche and like what I need to be doing on social media. Because before that, I was kind of just you know floundering around, like, oh, should I change my profile to this? Should I do food stuff? Should I do um, makeup or beauty? Like, what should I turn my profile into? So, I think I definitely found what my little area is, and then with that. In the summer, I signed with a manager, which is really nice because I hate, 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 hate negotiating with brands and talking about money with them. Like I can do it for anyone else, but for myself, it's really hard because you're just basically putting a price tag on yourself and telling them, okay, this is how much I cost. And then they come back and they're like, eh, we'll do half that. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to do it yourself as a content creator. So when I signed with Gleam, it was so nice to have someone to do it for me and take that pressure off so I could focus on other things. So good things branched out of that. And now I'm thinking about like doing personal styling and like personal shopping for people based off of like TikTok. And it's opened a lot of doors, which is really nice. So, oh, and then I almost forgot. I graduated college. Oh, yeah. That's
1: huge.
0: Huge. But then, of course, my graduation ceremony got canceled in May. Of course. At least I made it through. That's all that matters. I do not have to go to school anymore because I do not envy college students having to do Zoom meetings all day long.
1: Yeah. Oh, that would be so hard.
0: Ridiculous. I don't think I can handle it.
1: For me – college was going to the lecture and sitting in there and listening Mm -hmm. to the professor and taking notes. Doing it over Zoom would not be the same. So yeah, I have to give them credit for adapting, but damn, Mm -hmm. that is not easy.
0: And half the point of college is to like, you know, meet people and be on campus, like walking around, like being on your own and like having to do college gosh, out Uh, of your own living situation. Yeah. So, you know, something good came out of this year. I don't think I would have focused on TikTok if I had been doing like my normal stuff from 2019, like traveling all the time.
1: So it's like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. I remember you would always say, you got to post on TikTok. You got to post on TikTok. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm not doing that. I don't want to. And I would watch you suddenly. I remember Sean would always watch you and be like, Logan, you just hit $10,000. Logan, you're at $15,000. I was
0: like, oh my God, I know. This is crazy. And all of us were
1: sitting there thinking, damn, we should have done TikTok. Should have posted on TikTok. (laughs) In typical New Year's fashion, we're going to talk about some of our resolutions and goals that we've set for the new year. Things that we'll try to accomplish despite... Mm -hmm. You know, the current state of the world. So, what are some of yours?
0: One of my big ones is to read before bed instead of being on my phone. Yeah. Because I feel like that's such a bad way to end the day is staring at a screen. And I used to love to read before bed. And I would even like wake up really early to finish a book when I was younger. But that's like my main goal, even if it's just one page. Just putting my phone away and like reading before bed is my yeah. one of my is one of my things.
1: Reading stimulates your mind. It yeah, helps you become a better like speaker as well.
0: And it's like relaxing it's, like, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one.
0: And then another one is less screen time, uh-huh. which I don't know what will happen, but I can only hope. I mean.
1: You're not going to spend hours on TikTok like,
0: Wow. Well, I hope
1: not. I always know <laughs> that you're on TikTok because suddenly I get all these notifications. Hey, yeah. Logan, just
0: you a video. I just sent you a video. <laughs> I'm sending you all the ones I like.
1: <laughs> uh, but that's another um, good
0: one. And then working on my food blog because that was something I also started during the quarantine because I had so much free time. Right. I was so inspired. I was like, oh, I'm going to do a food blog. But then it's actually you don't realize how much work it really is. Yeah. So but if the the foundations there, I just need to sit down for like a week and it'll be done. Yeah. So that's one of my goals to get out there. And then start learning piano. That's a
1: good one.
0: Because we have a piano in our apartment. Yeah. And I feel like if I just took like, you know, an hour a week and did like little online YouTube tutorials. Yeah, little lessons.
1: You could totally do it.
0: Yeah, and I used to do music a lot. Like, I was a marching band. I was in concert band. I played the clarinet. So it would be nice to, like, start just doing, like, just little. It doesn't have to be, like, an hour every single day. Just, like, an hour a week. Why would I have a piano and (laughs) not even be able to, like, play something?
1: (laughs) Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you should.
0: I know. And then – Okay, so I know I talked about this a lot on the podcast, but I'm going to commit to posting YouTube videos on a weekly basis. I am in the midst of hiring an editor. Nice. So that will be good because the reason I really don't post is because I loathe editing my own vlogs. I hate it. Mm-hmm. But if some if I hired someone to do that for me, then I think I would be more inspired to do YouTube. Yeah. And then, what well, my other two are learn more about investing because mm-hmm. I actually know nothing about the stock market, <laughs> and keep building my TikTok account and like the community we have on there. So nice. those are mine. What are yours? Very nice. well,
1: my my main one is to save money, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are gonna have that one this year. Definitely. but mainly, for me, it's to stop post meeting.
0: You have so such much. a bad habit.
1: Because post sorry, postmates, but you waste so <laughs> much money. It's so much better to just like if you. It's easy because everything's closed down. But if you just call it in and pick it up, you save money. So just yeah, that's a huge. No, one. Natalie,
0: you need you need to not eat out or that.
1: <laughs> uh, support local businesses. I know, but (laughs) not every day.
0: (laughs) Who's food in the fridge?
1: (laughs) Yes. Cook at home, eat at home, Mm -hmm. save money in all areas. And then um, my next one is to be better at following through on the things that I've got going on. So like my app and music and like those little endeavors that I tend to put on the back burner a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I really want to focus more on that stuff. And a big one is I want to run more because I really like running.
0: Oh yeah. And we live next to a park.
1: Yes. And when I get into a habit of doing it consistently, then that's really, I feel so much better and healthier and I breathe better, which is weird. So that's something huge that I want to do.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then for my final one, because I'm calling 2020 my year of, um, anxiety and rest, and yep. <laughs> basically not getting much done. I want twenty twenty one to be the year that I really like get things going. So, yeah. figure things out a bit, work really hard, and just kind of make some big steps forward.
0: Yeah, I think that is also one of mine too. Is like having like a schedule, like yeah. sticking to something. You know, I used in. I mean, my sleep schedule in 2020 was insane, like staying up super oh, late same. or it would be the opposite. I would fall asleep at 8 p.m. and wake up at 6 a.m., but then I would watch TV for five hours until noon.
1: Same. I remember thinking, like, <laughs> I need to get a regular sleep schedule back because one mm-hmm. day you're just going to announce, hey, it's safe to go outside and I'm going to be like a vampire yeah, waking up. I don't want
0: to go outside.
1: Yeah. I feel like I took a big, long break. So this yeah, next year. it is time to get break back to work. Yeah. It's almost like – You can still get stuff done when things are shut down.
0: And it's almost too like it's that in-between year from like when you graduate from high school and then you take a gap year. Like I think 2020 yeah. was like a gap, gap year. year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where you kind of had to get your bearings and right adjust to new life. Yeah,
0: I hope that something positive came out of 2020 for you guys and we're excited to keep working on the podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed it so far, and we're excited for the interviews we have to come. And please go and leave us a five star review if you enjoy this episode or if you enjoyed it so far. And yeah, we're just going to continue every week.
1: And be sure you follow us on Instagram.
0: Yep. We are at the Undecided Podcast on Instagram. Yep. And tell us how, tell us something positive that came out of your year. Yeah, because we'd love to hear about that. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that's all we have for you this week. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. See you next week.